Alrighty, hello again everyone and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast, the 19th of May, 2023. Happy, delicious Friday to you. I am your host, Derek Hunter. Alright, we've got a lot to get to, tons of things to talk about. First, let me tell you about tonight at midnight, 12.01, as a matter of fact, Eastern Time. The week and effing review will be up at patreon.com slash Podcast or derekhunter.locals.com. So much fertile ground. These people are the, uh, they fertilize the ground everywhere they go because they're full of crap and they just leave it everywhere. So it's going to be fun. Five bucks a month is all I ask for support for the show. Keep it going. So check it out. Thank you so much. Enter the contest while you're there. All that good stuff. I also linked at those sites and my social media, the uh, my first piece at The Hill dot com the hill newspaper check it out share it if you don't mind um i forget what title i gave it but they gave it a good title big city democrats are repeating the mistakes that killed detroit check it out and if you wouldn't mind share it on uh, social media and stuff so we'll see if i get enough people reading my my few attempts there then maybe there'll be more desire have more of my writing there so please check it out all right <clears throat> let's get started I'm watching so much crap it's just unbelievable we'll get to as much of it as we can but i want to start off with the big news that they're saying is going to be big news next week that governor ron DeSantis will allegedly be supporting or be announcing that he is running for president officially next week so we shall see if that pans out, but it'll be interesting to see what happens because Donald Trump has tried to destroy him before he gets in the race and he wasn't able to do it. And of course he did some damage and Trump is polling higher than Ron DeSantis because frankly, you and I know who Ron DeSantis is. Most people don't. Most people don't know who their governor is, to be perfectly honest with you. They don't pay attention to politics that closely, so until somebody makes it official, they don't uh, even consider that person or even look at that person. So it's going to be interesting that you could only knock DeSantis down to about, I don't know, what was it, 30, 30, 35%, maybe 25% in some polls, by spending millions of dollars attacking him. I think Trump's campaign made a big mistake, to be honest with you. They could have probably built up Trump to the point that other people were scared away, that even Ron DeSantis would be scared away to run in this particular primary. But they chose instead to not build up Donald Trump. They chose instead to knock down Ron DeSantis. It's really easy to knock down Ron DeSantis when you you don't, people don't know what you're knocking down. Say, oh, that guy. Oh, I don't like him then. He did this. He did that. He did the other thing. And uh, DeSantis sat there and let them take his best shots. And we'll see. We'll see if it's lasting. He has dropped in the polls, but polls don't matter a lick right now. We're, what is it, it's May? So we're six, seven months away from anybody voting before anybody even bothers to vote. And you've unleashed whatever, God, I almost said unleash the Kraken, but 
you know, you know how well that worked out last time. You unleashed a whole bunch of crap on him, and you didn't knock him down. What you should have done, in my opinion, Trump supporters out there, feel free to tell them. It's free advice. Instead of trying to knock down somebody who wasn't in the race, you should have tried to build up somebody who was in the race. Donald Trump, for example. Yeah, people know Donald Trump. People know what Donald Trump did. Sure, all well and good, but they do need to be reminded of certain things. A lot of time has passed since Trump was in the White House. So people don't sit there and think. You could idealize the time in the White House. The Reagan years were certainly a hell of a lot better than the Carter years and the Nixon years. But there were problems during the Reagan years. But Ronald Reagan, over time, became Ronald Reagan the myth rather than Ronald Reagan the president. They built that up around him while he was president of the United States. That's why his 84 re-election bid was so successful. If you look back at his 83 polling numbers, he wasn't doing all that well. His approval rating wasn't particularly high. There was a fairly decent chance that he could lose come 1984. Now, Democrats nominated Fritz Mondale, who was Carter's vice president, and um, he was a lackluster candidate who promised to raise everybody's taxes like literally that was one of the cornerstones of his campaign is he promised to raise taxes on everybody You're like okay not really sure that's ever worked anywhere but also by the time the campaign really got going on things had started to improve so then democrats nominating somebody who was part of the garbage years of the Carter administration didn't make any sense. It was just all around kind of stupid. Frankly, Ted Kennedy probably should have uh, been their nominee that year. I think he still would have lost, but he would have at least had a better chance. Mondale got destroyed. Destroyed when in just six months earlier, before Mondale got the nomination, people looked and thought Reagan is vulnerable. If you look at George H.W. Bush... In 1990, 1991, just after the Gulf War, he was 10 feet tall and bulletproof. He was invincible. 80, high 80s in the approval rating right after the Gulf War. And a very short time later, he lost the presidency in a three-way race. What's funny is Saturday Night Live back then, when Saturday Night Live was interested in comedy rather than advancing a Democrat agenda, they did a skit that still ranks as one of the best skits ever. It was a Democrat debate. It was the race to not be the guy who loses to George Bush. <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. They uh, had Mario Cuomo out there talking about how, and that wasn't really Mario Cuomo, governor of New York. He said, don't nominate me. I have mob ties. They were all, all the candidates were telling horrible things about themselves because they didn't want to win the Democratic nomination because George W. Bush was going to kick the ever-loving crap out of them. <laughs> Just good stuff. But it'll be interesting because I would think that at this point, this far ahead, people aren't going to remember the attacks. And that's what I think the Trump, the Trump team screwed up. They missed an opportunity. They misread the room. They went with his brand rather than his brain or the brain of going, you know what? We can build him up. We can make him into a mythical Reagan-esque figure. 
They already kind of do. The Trump administration was certainly a hell of a lot better than the Obama administration. But there were a lot of problems with the Trump administration. A lot of things didn't get done. The president hired some pretty horrible people. And it took a long time to fire them. And he clearly didn't fire all of them. He didn't act on everything he should have, everything he said he would. Sure, he did do a lot of things, but no president is perfect. And it drives me nuts when anybody talks about any politician being perfect. You don't owe a politician loyalty at all. They owe you loyalty. They need you a hell of a lot more than you need them. There's a ton of them. They have to win a majority of you. You just have to pick one of them. I would love to have seen Donald Trump make a move on an executive order level to end birthright citizenship, stop the conga line of pregnant illegal aliens coming across the southern border, and birthing, hey, look, a new American citizen. I would love to have seen that happen. He talked about doing it. He never did a damn thing on it. I just wish he would have been more aggressive. wish he would have been more aggressive against Republicans in Congress. I wish he would have... Instead of spending a lot of time doing press conferences, which were thoroughly enjoyable, I enjoyed watching them, he should have been traveling the country giving policy speeches and trying to pressure squishy Republicans and moderate Democrats that were vulnerable into supporting his various proposals. That would have been a better use of his time. Maybe next time, if he wins again, I hope he learns from that. I hope he comes in and actually... See, for all the talk of he loves firing people, he doesn't really fire that many people. And it takes a whole hell of a lot for him to uh, get around to firing, but he doesn't do it in person. Fire these people. Make them justify their jobs on a damn daily basis if you have to. So it'll be interesting what happens when DeSantis gets in the race. Because I suspect that rather than, again, shift gears to try and make the case for Trump, they will just say, Trump is great, DeSantis is terrible. DeSantis wouldn't exist without Trump, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't really matter. I don't care who endorsed whom or when or whatever. There's no need for loyalty. Nobody is entitled to a nomination. Get off your ass and fight for it, period, end of story. Beat him fair and square if you can. If you can, I believe you can. But I don't believe you can if you're just doing it this way, like it's yours, get out of the way, give it to him. Or lying about his record in Florida. I don't see how that's going to be helpful. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when uh, when it does become official. Now, I haven't seen, I'm not going to play the audio of this thing because I, this is a different thing. Ben Crump is apparently the only quote-unquote civil rights attorney in the whole country. He is the, the, the go-to black attorney. What Al Sharpton was and Jesse Jackson were to the Reverend Hood, which isn't a whole lot, considering how they screwed around. And, and Jesse, how many kids does Jesse Jackson have floating around out there? But what they were in the 80s and 90s, if anything shows up, and there they were. The lawyers, I don't remember, their, I guess Johnny Cochran. Maybe Ben Crump is the modern Johnny Cochran. There's video going around of this white woman who is a nurse, some hospital in New York City, 
at one of those bike rental places, you know, the banks of bikes where you go and you whatever you do, you swipe your card or your membership and then the bike unlocks and you can take your bike and ride it for however long you want to ride it for and drop it off at wherever you want to drop it off at another one of these bike rack things. City bikes is what they're called, C-I-T-I. Well, the disgusting pig that is Bren Crump, and I mean that in the nicest possible way, which is with complete and total contempt for this race-baiting hustler scam artist. He comes in, oh, we're gonna, he's right there to get the family settlement. Oh, the family, they've been devastated. The family of George Floyd is devastated by his, de- really, they're devastated? When's the last time they saw him? When was the last time they let him sleep in their house? They're thousands of miles away. Where, how often did they see him? See, yeah, the the police kneeling on him may well have killed George Floyd, but he was taken from his family decades earlier by drugs, and not one of them did a damn thing. Don't lecture me about, oh, he's a great father, he's a loving brother. No, here's one thing I know about crack, heroin, meth, fentanyl in general. You are not a great anything. Not even a particularly good anything if you're a junkie. You're just not. I don't care how many people line up to give testimonials after you die. They also line up to give testimonials because there's press in it for him and there's money in it for them and you can always count on ben crump to be sniffing around more degenerates and families of people who did not give a single damn seemingly of their so-called loved ones have gotten incredibly wealthy with the help of ben crump who has gotten wealthier i would say than them because of those people he's an opportunist it's gross it's an ambulance chaser but it's based on race well, he tweeted out the video of this woman, rest, not wrestling, she's crying for help on the streets of New York City because she says young black men are trying to take her bike. Now, the young black men in the video are saying, no, it's my bike, it's my bike, let go. Some guy comes up, another evil white guy comes up and says, well, why don't you just reset it and take another bike? It'll solve the problem. Both no, I'm not doing it, say the black man, which is a little suspicious. But Ben Crump, racist pig, three days ago tweeted out this video with said, quote, This is unacceptable. A white woman was caught on camera attempting to steal, and steal is in all caps, a city bike from a young black man in New York City. She grossly tried to weaponize her tears to paint this man as a threat. This is exactly, and exactly is in all caps, the type of behavior that has endangered so many black men in the past. Oh, he was right. It is. Crime has endangered a lot of people's lives. A lot of people's lives. Because what happened? Well, there's community notes up now and a link to a New York Post story. It's kind of interesting. Breaking news. Ben Crump should delete this tweet. Ben Crump should be embarrassed. Ben Crump, frankly, should be sued over this because he's a pig. The story, New York Post. The lawyer for a Manhattan hospital worker accused of taking a city bike from a young black man who claimed that he paid for the two-wheeler provided receipts that he says show she was the one who purchased the ride at the center of the viral incident. 
The Bellevue Hospital employee, who was branded a Karen on social media afterwards, rented the bike first, lawyer Justin Marino said in a statement. The Post said when, uh, in a statement to the Post Wednesday. He also provided two city bike receipts from May 12th, which were time-stamped just minutes apart. The first receipt, reviewed by the Post, showed the bike being taken out before it was relocked one minute later, which Marino says is the bike seen in the video. The second receipt shows another bike being taken out a minute later from the same docking station and was the bike that Marino said his client used to get home after being heckled and pressured to find a new bike by the group. The group of youths, the teens. Yeah, she was right. Ben Crump, racist, bigot, piece of crap, was wrong. He owes this woman an apology. Being Ben Crump means never having to say you're sorry. Please let there be a good lawyer out there who would love to take this piece of crap down a notch or two. That would be lovely. I would absolutely love to see that happen. Why do good things happen to bad people? Well, let's see if we can get some bad things to happen to bad people, shall we? Speaking of bad people, I want to blow through a lot of things as quickly as possible. Remember Sam Brinton? Remember good old Sam Brinton? He was the tranny nuclear official in the Biden administration. He's like, oh, he's the bald guy with the mustache who wore a dress and had a little sideline of stealing people's luggage, women of color's luggage. It's weird. The uh, if you as if you were a white person, if I as a white person went to an airport and stole luggage that belonged to a woman of color, particularly a black woman, particularly a woman from, literally from Africa, I would be labeled every kind of racist uh, six ways from Sunday. It just would never stop. Ben Crump would be picketing outside everywhere I went, outside my favorite uh, Walmart, going, oh, you monster, you monster. Well, because... This is one of those things where the hierarchy of liberal victimhood kind of plays a role. And they're like, what do we do? How do we do what? Where do we find the outrage? He ripped off a black woman, wore her clothes out in public, got photographed. There's no doubt that he ripped off this woman's clothes. But he's non-binary or gay or whatever the hell he is. Who knows? He just makes it up as he goes along. Well, now he's arrested. Finally, they did a long-ass investigation. They found another time that he was robbing people. And then he kind of went on the lam. Well, not anymore. New York Post again. The former Biden administration nuclear official who was axed late last year after they're using these freaking they-them pronouns. I will not play this game. I'm going to read this to you like a normal person because this creature is a man. Not much of one, but a man nonetheless after he was caught red-handed in a string of luggage thefts, was arrested uh, this, uh, at home this week, police confirmed. Samuel Britton, 35, was taken into custody at his home in Rockville, Maryland, at 10 p.m. Wednesday, the Montgomery County Police Department told uh, the Post Thursday. Britton is currently in custody, pending charges of grand larceny stemming from allegations of stolen property at Reagan National Airport and the department learned of in uh, and the department learned of in no, February of 2023 the Metropolitan Washington Air God 
who are these the people suffer brain damage can't write a freaking sentence the lawyer for the Tanzanian Tanzanian fashion designer Aisha Kashmin later told the Post that the charges are related to her missing suitcase. Arrest records show that Britain, who is non-binary and uses they pronouns, was arrested in the 700 block of College Parkway as a fugitive from justice. Quote, God, these people are so... They are being held... They? There's a whole bunch of them? You arrested one? Or is it just one jagoff who is watching, laughing hysterically as everybody jumps through hoops to go, well, we wouldn't want to offend this scumbag criminal. No, those are the exact same people you want to offend. They are being held at Montgomery County Central Processing Unit on a no-bond status as they await an extradition hearing, said Maryland uh, Montgomery County Police Department spokesperson. The investigation is being spearheaded, blah, blah, blah. Someone claiming to be the neighbor told Rath, told the Daily Wire Thursday that, quote, four unmarked police showed up at the residence that night and escorted Britain away in handcuffs an hour later. Good job. News of Britain's arrest, Brinton's arrest, comes one month after he pleaded no contest to charges stemming from the theft of a woman, woman's luggage in Las Vegas. <sighs> These are the best and the brightest the Biden administration could find. These are the people. This guy, remember, he wasn't fired right away. It took until the second time that he was caught stealing luggage before they finally fired him. At first, I believe he was just suspended with pay, pending an investigation, because you wouldn't want to leap to conclusions with some, to somebody who's on your team or a member of the Alphabet Mafia. But he stole from a black woman. Which side do you think gets the sympathy? Well, the Alphabet Mafia, the T in the Alphabet Mafia, right now controls the Democrat Party completely unequivocally so it doesn't matter he could have beaten the hell out of a thousand black women he's trans or somewhere on the trans spectrum and that would be enough he gets everything he wants remember this if you ever find yourself in a situation where maybe the law is looking at you a little closely for something you might have done throw yourself on the Alphabet Mafia team. There's no barrier to entry. There's no burden of proof. There's nothing. Just claim it. And maybe, just maybe, things will go away. (laughs) Maybe not go away, but things will certainly be better for you. That or just come out as a straight-up Democrat. Although saying straight-up Democrat while talking about Sam Brinton probably isn't the best way. While we're on the trans thing, I'm going to play you this clip. This is Lily Warshawski or something like that. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. Used to be a dude. Used to be a dude with a brother. This is what's really messed up. Um, Lily Warshawski and his brother. I don't know. what it, I'm trying to figure out what the hell his, his name was. But his brother is now also claiming to be a chick. So it was Larry, I guess. Larry and Andy, they were the Wachowski brothers. Now, if that sounds familiar, it's because they wrote and directed the Matrix movies. V for Vendetta. They did they did some crap movies too. Ju- uh, Jupiter, 
ascending was terrible speed racer was god awful but they did the matrix movies and then miraculously they both came out as trans they're both they're twins and they're both men i guess they're not twins they're two years apart they're both women trapped in men's bodies or whatever they're trans not really because trans is a myth trans is a delusion trans is a mental problem that needs to be treated i know you're not supposed to say that that's why i'm saying it i'm saying it to commit microaggressions against these leftists who insist on conformity i refuse to conform well anyway lily was at some conference or whatever the hell it was who knows what these people do and was asked about discovering how he was trans and wouldn't you know it it had to do with watching porn i don't know how this works i i want to play you this because this dude is wearing a dress this dude is i forget where i was the other day but i was out somewhere and there's a really attractive woman covered in tattoos just just look like trash just look like tr- I, 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 if you even a sleeve is much better than this. But if you gotta have tattoos, I, you're not for me. But the chest was covered in tattoos, and more that I found just yuck. There were big ass tattoo chunks all over her legs. Uh, there were there was no theme. Not that that would make it any better, but it was like a sun on the thigh and then another thing on the thigh and another thing on the other thigh and then the calf and then the knee. And like, God, this, you just look stupid. I wanted to ask her for her phone number, not because I, you know, I'm not interested in a married man, but I wanted to say, all right, I'm going to call you in 20 years to find out how this is working out for you. I, was, I just want to call you in like 20 years when I find out, I want to know, how this is working out for you because it's just not going to work out or i'll call you in 30 years whatever it is people keep their phone numbers for a long time but just just i just want to check in with you and see how this is working out for you well this lily warshowski is uh, the same way i mean he's a he looks he's built like a linebacker i can't imagine uh, he's married or was married i don't know can't imagine uh, yeah well Dude was married to somebody called Thea Bloom till 2002. And then something named Karen Winslow. I don't know. It's Karen is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Married him in uh, 2009. I don't know. Is this person a woman? Can't really tell. Got some issues, though. No doubt about that. Anyway, listen to this dude talk about how somehow, again, this has to do probably with being in Hollywood where just like nonstop every kind of sex you could possibly imagine being thrown at you when you're successful. And so it becomes difficult for you to function in a real relationship in a real world scenario because... Look, like one chick, eh, that's too boring. Two chicks, that's boring. I need five chicks because that's what I'm up to. And anything short of that, it's just boring and I can't, I'm not interested. I imagine you do that and then you start going down rabbit holes of porn. And apparently if you go down a tranny rabbit hole of porn, you end up 
seeing something you like and uh, becoming something different shall we say to be honest like for me the 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 people that I saw, the first images that really struck a chord with me were, you know, uh, trans women and pornography. And um, there was something that um, unlocked in my brain that I saw these uh, wonderful, fearless performers um, becoming these, um, becoming desirable. And I, in my head, I could take the leap where I felt like, well, if I could be desirable, then maybe I could be loved. And for me, that's like one of the keys that trans people have to like struggle through, you know, will somebody love me? And so, yeah, that's, that's my answer, Nick Adams. No, you will never be desirable. You're a built like a brick shit house, dude. And you are, you, you're not a good looking man. So, as a woman, forget it. <laughs> it's just not working out for you. But, hey, so if, if you were, well, I guess that's never a problem. I never really searched chick with, chicks with, with uh, wieners trying to keep it clean. I'll talk maybe about this on the Weekend F and Review. Never really searched that. So, uh, I don't know. If that's your thing, look out. It might get you. It might. Might come and get you. I just, just want to be desirable, you know, as a woman. Dude, you're not. You're, you're breaking through the D-line and sacking the quarterback on a on a safety blitz, all right? You just, you know. Um, you remember a couple of weeks ago when the left was all about going after Clarence Thomas on everything? And the biggest thing that they thought they had him on was a wealthy guy had helped him help his grandnephew attend one year of a boarding school. A boarding school that that wealthy guy had himself attended and had sponsored dozens of other kids to go to and kept the place financially going. So it really wasn't a scandal. Plus, they'd been friends for, for years and years and years and decades. So it wasn't a scandal. Well, one of the other things they tried to make hat of that just didn't work out for them, you almost feel bad at how pathetic they are, was, oh, my God, Clarence Thomas accepted vacations from rich dudes. He accepted vacations, man. He took, this is not cool. This is a, he needs to resign from the Supreme Court. Almost immediately said AOC on MSNBC. This is wrong. This is, like, totally wrong. Yeah. Uh, how many, what was the total of the crap gifts that you got for the Met Gala you went to with Tax the Rich written across your bulbous ass? Was it somewhere in the neighborhood of $100,000 in gifts that you only sort of partially paid back and only after an ethics complaint was filed against you? That is that what I'm thinking? So why don't you just shove your head up your own rear end and go jump in a lake somewhere? Well, weirdly... Those people have gone silent, and maybe this is why. New York Post again. Headline, Biden omits free vacations from financial forms after Clarence Thomas controversy. What? What? 
President Biden failed to list free vacations at the homes of business people on his annual financial disclosure form this week, drawing a rebuke from ethicists and Republicans amid ongoing political firestorm over Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's similar non-reporting of free trips from a businessman. Hmm. See, it's only required to report it when it's a black conservative. Those Uncle Toms, you know how they are. But white rich guys, nope, no problem. Biden enjoyed three beach getaways at the homes of the wealthy and politically connected owners during the past year reporting period. Now, it's amazing because he owns a home on the ocean in Rehoboth Beach. Isn't that weird? Why would you need some rich white guy's house, rich other rich white guy's house, when you've got one already? Because the same reason he probably tried, he tried to uh, rape Tara Reid. Yeah, he's got a willing wife at home, but look, I mean, taking a look at her and look, the same woman all the time. Ted Kennedy doesn't have to suffer the indignity of the same woman all the time. He's a United States senator and Joe Biden's a United States senator. So let's get it on. Now Joe Biden's president of the United States. He was an arrogant douche while he was a senator. What do you think, how insufferable do you think he is as president of the United States when he's coherent? In two instances, the story continues, Biden is known to have paid the owner, and in the third case, it's suspected the president did not pay. Because he's entitled. And I guarantee you they would not pay market prices. Ethics expert Walter Walter Schaub, who was the Obama-era Office of Government Ethics, and Richard Painter, the top ethics lawyer in the George W. Bush White House, say free vacation homestays need to be disclosed if the homeowner isn't present. And it appears they were not, because a personal hospitality exception would not apply. Now, if you're staying with somebody who's actually your friend, in the case Clarence Thomas, say, um... You don't have to report it. You can go visit your friends. You can stay at their house. But if they say, here's the keys, lock up when you leave, it's yours, they're trying to curry favor from you, like if you're president of the United States. See, the president of the United States can involve himself in everything. Clarence Thomas's so-called benefactor and friend didn't have any cases before the Supreme Court. It'd be like, trying to bribe somebody in a country you never plan to visit or in a state you don't live and have no business whatsoever and never intend to have any businesses there. What's the point? There is no point. But we're dealing with people who aren't that bright and we're dealing with people who have absolutely no standards whatsoever. None. So they're allowed to do this crap. Why? Because... They're better than you, sucker. I saw this. I don't. I I. I don't celebrate Juneteenth. Not because it. Uh, it's just ridiculous. It's a pandering holiday. But whatever. If you want to sell, I'll take the day off of work. I'll take the holiday. I don't care. But there, this seems like more of an insult than anything else. Urban Hollywood 411. I saw this over at Drudge. Why Drudge linking to it? I don't know. It doesn't involve anybody who he has a crush on. So, the Juneteenth concert featuring SWV Miguel Kirk Franklin to air 
live on CNN and the OWN Network. CNN is going to air a Juneteenth concert in an attempt to attract black viewers. CNN. They fired what is, is he the only on-air black host, Don Lemon. They just fired him. And now they're trying to go, we need to attract black people. The story, a nationally televised Juneteenth concert will air on CNN and OWN, the networks announced Wednesday. This year's celebration includes performances by Jodeci, Kirk Franklin, SWV, Corey, no, Coy, LeRae, Miguel, and Davido, with more artists to be announced later. I would say more artists. How about some artists that people care about? SWV. They have a hit in the early 90s. I know they've got a reality show on Bravo because I I watch Bravo religiously to catch, like, Vanderpump. They're going to try to kill Scandaval. They're going to try and get somebody to commit suicide. It's gonna, it's kind of gross, the amount of milking and coverage that they're giving this thing, but that's who they are. But SWV has a reality show. And, like, oh, my, I forget even who they're touring with. It's whatever. It doesn't matter. They've had a couple of hits, minor hits, back in the 90s, and they're just milking it. And you're like, isn't this an insult? Isn't this an insult? The concert, titled Juneteenth, a global celebration for freedom. A global celebration for freedom. Yeah, the whole globe celebrates something nobody gives a crap about. Takes place at the historic Greek Theater in Los Angeles. This marks a location change after last year's inaugural event was held at the Hollywood Bowl. I believe the Hollywood Bowl might be bigger. Quote, we are proud once again, partner with Live Nation Urban. God, you can't just have Live Nation for everything. It's like, well, we got to have separate. Democrats love segregation. If you're a black artist, you're going to partner with Live Nation Urban. So why? Well, because you're black. All right. If you're a black artist, you're going to enter through the side. And there's going to be a separate bathroom for you and a drinking fountain. All just for you. Really? I don't know. Let's see. Look, it's it's the Tolerance Theater here, so it's it's wonderful. Everything old is new again, ladies and gentlemen. Democrats do what Democrats do. They never changed their objective. They only changed their tactic. And there's the poster. Juneteenth, it's in the African colors, the fake African colors, and it's oh let's see, it's like six black people raising their fists. Yeah, it's a worldwide celebration, a global celebration. I'm going to pass on that. I might flip over to it because it's going to be, uh, I can't imagine, I'm going to swear, it's going to be a shit show over at CNN. CNN is probably going to regret this because, first of all, the musical acts are like fourth tier. And uh, secondly, who cares? How about you just not suck, CNN? And then you'll attract more people of every skin color. That'd be a good way to go. There's the secret to success. Don't suck. Stop sucking and you'll be much better off. Huh? Too much to ask? Seemingly, yes. Lastly, I just, I love this, that this is a story is just bizarre. <laughs> Wall Street Journal headline in their work and life section. American workers testing positive for marijuana reaches 25-year record. You don't say. 
You mean you're legalizing pot everywhere, which is now being linked to schizophrenia increases. But hey, what are you going to do? And, you know, it's probably not addictive to the vast majority of people, but people can really like a high. They don't have to be physically addicted to it to become addicted to the high and want more high. And they go, well, weed doesn't give me that high, but what about this meth stuff? I hear that high is pretty good. But of course more people are testing positive for weed. You're giving it out everywhere. Hell, it's about to become legal here in in Maryland. I think there's a certain point at which you should just grow out of this thing. Like, okay, congratulations. You can legally smoke weed, should you? Nobody's asking that question. Shouldn't you grow the hell up at some point? I don't know. Seems like you should. But yeah. Why are you drug testing? It's like drug testing for aspirin at this point. Aspirin doesn't mess you up, but um, doesn't give you. The, you don't take a couple of aspirin and eat a bag of Doritos. But um, it just the fact that they're discovering this is like, oh my god, water is wet. The sun rises in the east. Holy cow! Did you know that the wind blows? Yeah, I'll become addicted to something, and you probably will too. That's enough for, it's a dirty joke for you right there. That's enough for today. The Week in Evan Review will be up at uh, patreon.com slash Podcast or derekhunter.locals.com at midnight tonight. Please check out and share the column at the Hill. It, uh, I would appreciate it. So thank you for that. Have an awesome Friday. See you at midnight, hopefully, or otherwise have a great weekend and see you on Monday. 